Welcome to the Mompreneur Exclusive. I'm your host, Nicole Richardson, and this is where we are dedicated to celebrating and empowering women who balance motherhood and entrepreneurship. Here, we bring you inspiring stories from women who have taken the leap to start their own businesses, overcome challenges, and are in their pursuit of entrepreneurship and motherhood. Join us as we learn more about their journeys, share tips and advice, and discuss the unique experiences of being a mompreneur. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be motivated and encouraged on your own entrepreneurial journey. Let's get started. All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mompreneur Exclusive. My name is Nicole. I'm a marketing strategist. Uh, I help women like you bring your transformational businesses, services, and ideas to market without systems or technology holding you back from truly creating a life that you desire for yourself and for your family. So I created the Mompreneur Exclusive because I truly believe when we share our journeys, we encourage and support others to to do the same as well. Uh, We're so used to seeing what it looks like um, to have a six-figure or seven-figure business that we don't always see or hear about the stories of why they started the business or even learn about that messy middle of growing a business or even sometimes have the support in the community around us to help us you know, to keep going during the times where we wanna give up or when we feel like something's not working or when life just gets in the way of creating the business and the life that you want. So today we are chatting with Jenica Anderson and Jenica's a fellow mompreneur who helps businesses with customer service training and customer support outsourcing. Hello, because having good customer service in your business is vital. It's vital for the success and the the longevity of your business. And I met Jenica about, oh my gosh, it's been about 10 years, maybe, maybe a little longer in my home state, Indianapolis, Indiana. And she's here today to share with us the backstory uh, that kind of led her to creating her business and also talking about some of the strengths and the struggles that she's had today. So join me in welcoming Jenica. And I wish I had some clappers. Like, I have to get the clappers. <laughs> I have to get the clappers. Good, good, good. Thanks so much for joining me today to share your story. Um, and, you know, I, I've kind of briefly talked about your business, but just tell everyone like who you are in your own words and what your business is about. Sure, sure. So I'm Jenica Anderson. I am the CEO and founder of Sea Leaders, which is a customer experience consulting firm that provides small businesses resources to improve their customer experience. So we um, do some customer experience design consulting as well as customer service training. And we just added a sector for customer support outsourcing for small businesses. Amazing, amazing. (laughs) But that's just like a short snippet. So you started your business how long ago? Um, I started Sea Leaders four years ago. Four years ago was it your first business or did you kind of like have something else that was in the works or was this like the business that is still so the funny thing is i started sea leaders first but this has been 
my most labor intensive uh, kind of business. So I've done like different things in between, but Sea Leaders has definitely been my most labor intensive and like slow, gradual business um, yeah. that I've created. Oh, awesome. And Jenica has babies. So how old are your kiddos? Yeah, so I have four boys. I have a two-year-old. I have a four-year-old. I have an 11-year-old and I have a 14-year-old. So yeah, four boys. No girls, unfortunately. No girls. <laughs> the only girl in the household. <laughs> That's right. It has its perks, but I definitely wish I had a little mini-me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get the struggle. I'm a boy mom. I have a 14 old, just like you, 14 year old, just like you. And then my youngest is six. So yeah, I know, you know, I'm not yeah. even going to talk about the bathroom situation at yeah, all. It's, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you, you started your business, you said four years ago. So that means you started when you had just what had a one, two year old. Mm hmm. When you started that, so how was how was that starting a business with a a youngin? So it really, I promise, it wasn't that bad. So just like a little background. So I've been in like customer service type of leadership positions, so supervisor, manager positions for about I don't know. At that time, it was probably like eight years, but now it's been like thirteen. <laughs> but at that time, it was about eight years. So it's something I've always done, and it's I don't, I don't know. I just have a passion for service. Like Sea Leaders, granted, it's been my slowest growing and most intensive to develop business, but this is definitely my passion business. You know, the yeah. other stuff that I do is just kind of for fun, <laughs> but yeah. definitely my passion business. So. It wasn't hard for me. It, it wasn't hard at all for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I also have a background in customer service. So I, I get that whole, that whole like area of being in call centers and working sales and all of that. You know, it feels like a lifetime ago, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, crazy thing. Most people hate it, but I don't know. I like it. But I've always been like my natural personality is a bubbly personality. So when people are like, you know, my personality or my smile is contagious, like literally, <laughs> that's always been me my entire life. So operations has just been, I don't know, it's just been nice. I mean, it's been fun for me. And being in leadership, I get to teach other people how to um, maximize their strengths, I guess, and mm -hmm. provide the same type of service. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's perfect. So what made you like switch from working in customer service and in those leadership roles? How did that transition into creating that business? So, OK, um, there there is actually like two parts to this. So the first part is, I mean, full transparency is corporate America. <laughs> um, I feel like I always work worked harder, but I always feel like had to fight harder to get the you know get the things that I deserve you know I like I'm not one of those workers that you know ask for more than I deserve or anything like that like I definitely put in the work before I ask and I don't know I just didn't feel like that was fair like I feel like one time I had uh, a director like when I you know when I'm like asking him you know if he would mentor me he he made a comment like you know at your age um, you should be like happy where you are you know, you have time to do with your kids. And like, 
I don't know. I'm like, if, it, if you, if I was a man, would you say that to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I just always felt kind of uncomfortable in corporate America as I was trying to develop and grow. And I never wanted to compromise my morals and integrity to get a position. Like, mm-hmm. I like the more I invested in leadership development for myself, the more I learned about leadership, and the more I'm like, okay, they are so full of crap. You know? <laughs> like, um, some of the feedback I got, interviews as I was growing was like, you know, when I asked for feedback, because of course I asked for feedback, well, they felt like I couldn't be an assertive leader. And I didn't really understand, like, it didn't make sense to me. Like, I've done it already. Of course I can get. But now thinking about it, I'm like, I want to be a part of a team that embraces this natural transformational leadership style that I have. I have the ability to transform that. But when I go into an interview, why do I need to be that person? You know, is that the person you're looking for? Because it's not the only type of leadership. So that's what made me think, like, okay, how can I utilize all of this knowledge and all of my strengths and put it into a business? Mm. And <laughs> I am really passionate about supporting Black-owned businesses and small businesses. I mean, all small businesses, but really Black-owned businesses. And it really, really bothered me, <laughs> the lack of... I'm not the lack of customer service. I won't even say the poor customer service because customer service is how you help people through um, their journey with the brand. And people just like don't, they're just not willing to, <laughs> you know, those like non-existent. So I'm like, you know, I have so much knowledge and background um, in leadership and operations. Like I can use this to be an asset to these small businesses that don't have the resources. And a lot of people start their, you know, small businesses because they have a passion. They don't necessarily come from leadership. They don't necessarily come from service, or if they do, they might not necessarily be successful in service. Um, so I'm like, I can use that and help these small businesses. Um, develop their operations and customer support and help them identify their strengths and leadership styles. You know, everything that that I did for myself. <laughs> Listen, I know what it's like when you're just getting started in your business and you're really unsure of what's missing, where to start, or what to do next. But what you do know is that without a doubt, you're ready to create the life you want that gives you the freedom and the flexibility to do work that you're actually passionate about so that you can financially support yourself and your family. I've created a free resource with you in mind. It's my ultimate online business checklist. In this checklist, you'll find everything that you need to get started, from the foundations of creating your business to business and brand development, and just knowing exactly what tools you actually need so that you can weed out the ones that you don't and begin to establish your virtual assistant, coaching, or consultant business. No need to watch endless hours of YouTube or Google your way through what to do next like I had to do in the beginning. Download this starter kit today and start building the momentum you need to identify your next action steps for starting or growing your online business. Go to mompreneurexclusive.com forward slash checklist to get your free copy today. So you had to invest in leadership on your own outside of your the company that you were working for. 
Well, for I didn't have to, but for me, yes, because like I said, I've always been this bubbly personality. And as I developed as a leader, it kind of took different phases of, you know, my leadership journey. Like uh, I smile, mm-hmm. laugh a lot. I've gotten better, but it's still a lot. And <laughs> a lot of people, like, you know, people, my first, like, negative feedback from somebody was like they felt like I was laughing at like them and I'm like oh my god like that's not me (laughs) that's not my intention so I'm like okay how can I improve this how can I make this better and that really started my like journey on learning my learning my leadership style and how that interacts with different type of personalities and things like that and then I don't know I kind of got like lucky obsessed with it and I got my six sigma and customer service because I just want to learn you know more Yeah, no. And, you know, that's it's crazy that you you bring up the well, not crazy, but you brought up leadership styles. A lot of people don't understand that there are different styles of leadership and leadership does not look one way for everyone. It really depends on things like your personality, um, you know, like you talked about us being assertive or introverted or extroverted. However, that that is there are different styles of, of leadership. But it's great that you bring, you know, a different like approach to customer service and have created an entire business off of providing customer service to other people. Like I would have never thought of that. Like well, you know, that I promise that is some of the benefits of always being somebody that's willing to take on new tasks and do new things. I learned so much working for um, someone else that it, it made me kind of dangerous. Like, you know, I've implemented two like whole call centers myself, you know, so I, I mean, trained everyone from the agents all the way up through the managers and work closely with the director to learn the systems, like literally implemented two entire call centers for a fortune 500 company. And it was just me being me willing to do extra work. But I, I, now I know that there was purpose in that for me because now like, <laughs> Now I have, you know, I'm setting up KPIs for other businesses and I wouldn't know anything about stuff like that if I wouldn't have, well, not necessarily me, but if God would position me in those places. So, okay. This me for me. All goodness to the glory of God. That is right. Um, yeah. So when you when you moved out of working for a corporate and then working into or, or kind of transitioning into your business, what do you think was like the biggest struggle, like branching out on your own? And also you're married. So like touch on that. Like, how does that affect like the household? Girl, you just unpacked a lot in that question. So, <laughs> <laughs> so OK, so the. First part of that question, um, the biggest struggle, Lord, if there's just one, um, geez, what's the biggest struggle? What was I the know, I did kind of just throw it off. <laughs> no, because like there, I don't know which one would be like at the top. I think, okay, can I make a tie? So <laughs> I think there's two. I think one is comparing myself at the beginning of my journey to people that have been on their journey you know Mm -hmm. even when you watch like youtube and do different things these people are are, they've already made it and (laughs) i can go watch somebody with like you know three or four uh followers or subscribers but i don't (laughs) i'm going to people with like 
the more the more subscribers or views, I'm like, okay, they might know what they're talking about. Right. You know, but these people are already established in their journey. So mm-hmm. even I don't know, maybe subconsciously, but that was hard for me to stop. And I still have moments where I'm like, you know, it seems like it was easier for them <laughs> than it is for me. Yeah. Um and the second part is well, uh, the second part. Okay, I'll say this is the first, the main struggle is really having to work on all of your weaknesses because when you first start, you literally have to assume every job. I am a introvert by nature. Sales is like not me. I don't want to sell you anything. I am passionate about service. I know I can help you. <laughs> you know, I bring a wealth of knowledge, but I don't want to like, I don't know. I don't want to be put on a spot and talk to you about it. <laughs> like, yeah. And the conversation is cool, but that was really hard for me to kind of really work on areas I had no intention of ever working on. Like, mm-hmm. I was never going to work in sales. So I did not care that I was yeah. bad at it. Um, but it really challenged me to work on those areas. And that's the hard part because everybody, nobody's good at everything. And right. when you do this full time and you put everything in it, you realize what you're not good at and you are forced to work on it. You yeah. are forced to improve it. That's been the biggest struggle because I'm still not a salesperson. In fact, <laughs> I'm hiring a sales rep. <laughs> it's just not, I don't know. It's just not natural for me. And I think, yeah. like, you know, once I get into it, it's, it's one thing because I love what I'm talking about, but the awkward moment of selling something is just weird to me. So yeah. The biggest struggle would be working on those weaknesses that I have or mm-hmm. operating in those weaknesses. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. Who does that, you know? <laughs> you know? Comparison is literally like, you know, I found myself comparing, you know, me and the journey of someone else or even a shorter journey that someone um, had started their business. And like I've started mine a lot, a lot longer. You know, I had a conversation earlier today and um, I was looking at a girl who had started her business in 2018 and now she's at a two million dollar business. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> How is that possible? You know? And then, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was like, but does she have kids? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, reality check. Not that it's not possible. Right, right. And, and doing that in a short period of time, but everybody's journey is different. Everybody's journey is going to look completely different from someone else's. And comparison can be the thief of joy. Right. You know, it's like just following your own journey and just, you know, loving the journey that you're on and just savoring each moment of that is like what I have to remind myself to do like (laughs) a lot because you know sometimes like that comparison does step in especially with the way that social media is and of course like you can't blame everything on social media but it's there you know (laughs) it is there (laughs) I don't have and I'm not gonna say I don't have a lot of competition but I, I kind of am in like a lane of my, not my own, but almost my own. Like it's not, I don't have a lot of competition on a, on a, you know, a small scope. 
You know, yeah. I'm not trying to reach everybody. I want to focus on small businesses. Yeah. Um, but I even have moments where people who like have like a million followers and they are trying to give advice on customer experience and customer service. And I'm like, y'all are just loud and wrong. But, <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't know. There's nothing I can do about it. It's just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and that's, well, that's why I wanted to create this is because this this whole like community of mompreneurs who are creating businesses is because we always see that end result. We see the two million dollar business. We see like what what it you know the what it comes from, the journey of what it came from, but we don't see the actual journey. We don't know where they started, like what their story was, or like I said, that messy middle area of like when life actually happens and it throws you curveballs, and it's like, you know, we don't get to see that part of the, the, the business creation. So that is what this is all about. It's just showing people that like, you know, it's, it's not just about that end result. It's also about the journey. It's about what we do in between. And it's about like creating community to help each other, like just have that support on being able to grow those businesses. So. Support, you know, support. That's actually a good point. I didn't even think of that as a struggle, but it is, it is a struggle. And I, some people are blessed with an amazing support system and mm -hmm. I'm not, not necessarily people don't support you but just a different level of support system yeah and I'm here to tell you it's not like that most of the time more often than not you are finding everyone to believe in your dream and your passion and that has been a struggle for everyone don't get my, my husband's super supportive in terms of what I want, but I don't necessarily think he understands it all the time, you know, <laughs> because it's not where I know it's going. It's like other things can take priority. You know, I have to prioritize my business before anybody because everybody doesn't see like where it's going and until it's there. People yeah. are going to support you until it's popular. Um, people aren't going to support you until it benefits them in some way. And that's usually how it is. And I don't know if it's conscious or subconscious. It's probably a little bit of both. But this community, yeah, some friend, making this community is really important because you will have times where you are like, screw it. <laughs> because so many people that don't believe in it, your mind has to believe in it, like literally. <laughs> yes, you have to be the biggest believer because the thing is you can't like get other people to believe in something that you halfway believe in because that energy is going to rub off on them it's going to be like well you know i feel a halfway belief mm -hmm. so you know why should i buy into this why why is this person the one for me why should i be the one to support support this you know business to help me grow my business you know so you have to believe in it a hundred and ten percent a thousand percent you know yes so, yes for sure what yeah Absolutely. So I love that. And then you also touched on like um, having competition and with competition, um, I like to think of competition as like, like you said, it's just staying in your own lane. Like you don't worry really about the competition because like you bring, regardless if there's 110,000 businesses doing the same thing that you're doing, 
you have that uniqueness. You're going to bring some type of uniqueness to the table um, where it's going to draw from you to create a business in your way, regardless if you have the same niche or the same target audience as someone else, you bring a completely different perspective to it, you know? Absolutely. And it will get you. I'm in the process of, and I think I told you, I'm in the process of writing a book. And I literally have named this book four times. And every time I name it, I get on Amazon and I put the name of the book in there. And this another book with that name. <laughs> and I finally got to the point. Wow, I'm gonna lie. I didn't get to the point. My business coach was like, stop it. Yeah. So there might be a book with the same name, but it's not giving what you're giving. There's only one you. <laughs> you yes. know, nobody's gonna say it how you said it. Like you're gonna be doing this forever if you keep doing that. I'm like, okay, I'll stop. <laughs> yes. I'll stop. But it's hard. It's hard because something so simple is like, you know, I want to be, I don't want anybody to think I'm copying because people will say you are copying. No, not mm. You're not copying. Like you said, there's only one you. There's, there's only one you. Don't be discouraged in people in the same industry or anything like that. But it can't, I mean, it gets like that. You might have, you'll have bad days, but yeah. you know, you just have to keep going. You are you, and nobody can do you. Put your own sauce on everything. Yeah, exactly. Ready to grow your audience, automate your marketing, and sell your digital products? ConvertKit is the go-to marketing hub for creators that simplifies your marketing by combining powerful automations with an easy-to-use interface. With this marketing hub, you're able to increase your subscribers with beautiful landing pages and sign-up forms that make you stand out as a creator. You'll also have the tools you need to create lasting connections and market and sell your digital products and subscriptions like a pro with their visual editor and powerful sales funnels. Grow and monetize your audience with ease. Join ConvertKit with my exclusive link and receive a 14-day trial. As a special thanks, you'll also receive a one-hour complimentary business strategy session with me to explore what your needs are to grow your business, review your current marketing strategy, and explore ways to up-level your marketing. Sign up today by visiting www.nicolerrichardson.com forward slash ConvertKit or click the link in the show notes of this episode. Once you signed up, send me an email to receive your free one-hour strategy session. So with four boys uh, and a husband and yourself <laughs> in a household, how do you make time for yourself and like dedicated time to work and time for the family? Like, how does that all fall into place with, you know, your daily life? Okay. So honestly, in full tr- uh, just so I had my oldest son when I was 19 um, and I don't know. I've always prioritized being a mother and then being a wife. And until, I don't know, we'll say at this, I've been on this like self-love, self-care journey for like two years where I'm like, I don't want to be, you know, that person that doesn't know who they are outside of being a mother and being a wife. Mm -hmm. And honestly, me investing time in my business is, my version of self-care because mm-hmm. this is something that I'm doing for me. You know, like I said, not everybody sees the potential in it. Not everybody sees where it's going, but I know it's going to get there, you know? So 
I prioritize my family, but me making time for my business is something that I consider self-care for me, you know? So so that's something that I had to do for me because it's not easy. It is yeah. not easy, especially if you have multiple kids, because no matter what grade of a dad they have, you're always going to be doing more. You know, you're it's, it's never going to be evenly distributed, ever. Yeah. Either by choice or... <laughs> The kids, because my kids will walk past their dads to ask me a question. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so what it is. So I don't know. I, I think that it's only easy because I make it a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, since I've done this full time, I promise my oldest son thinks of everything to do at school. And he forgets something like every day. <laughs> and then he wants me to bring it to the school. Like it, it, they, they, they literally think I just stopped working to work for them, and like that's not the case. That is not the case. So I literally had to prioritize my business because it does get hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. It does get harder sometimes, and I felt like I maybe in the beginning because I was so stressed out, kind of working on the foundation. It, it, it took a toll on my relationship just because I was angry. You know, <laughs> it's not you know it's not intentional, but I just want everything to like work out how it's supposed to. And if it doesn't, I feel like if you love me, you'll fix it. <laughs> but there's nothing you you know nobody can fix it but you. So I don't know. Just yeah. take that time um, with my business was. Is something I'm still working on, you know. I'm still working on literally making a schedule every day, but you have yeah. to prioritize it. That's the only way to scale. Since I started prioritizing myself in this business, this is when literally all of the the success is starting to form. Mm-hmm. When you, you know, not necessarily you don't have to, some people start out, you know, part time. I started out part time, <laughs> but when I made the choice to do it full time and also put all my focus in laying the foundation and doing the work and step out of my comfort zone is when I'm starting starting to see the fruits of the labor. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's so important that we find time to prioritize ourselves and definitely work on self-care and finding out what that self-care even looks like for us. Because I have done that also, like giving myself to everybody else. And then when it comes down to the time where it's like, okay, what is it that makes me happy? I had no idea. (laughs) I have no idea what makes me happy, you know? And so I had to figure that out for myself. I had to find out that, oh, I actually like doing trails. I I like going on walks and nature. And Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, like just trails. I don't want to be hiking up no mountains or anything in real life. I just like going on nature walks and stuff. And then also reading books. Like I remember back when I was in high school, I love to read like books were a thing for me. And I had completely forgot that side of me until things started to take shape in my life where I had to pick that back up again Mm -hmm. and find out what that self-care was for me. So it is so important, you know, because you don't want to look up and then be like, like, you know, what makes me happy? Because you get everybody else. Because it's so easy to be like supporting everybody else and forget about the things you want. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. And it's natural. I mean, it's literally natural, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy how natural it is for you to 
support others and just yeah. forget about everything that you want to do. Especially when you're such a giver, such a mm -hmm. giver, it's, it's so easy to let it go. So we are heading into the 30 minute mark. And before we go, I have two more questions for you for sure. Uh, the first one is what advice would you give um, to other women or other people who are on this journey of creating a life and a business uh, for themselves around their passion or whatever it is that looks like for them? What kind of advice would you give to them if you had to start completely over what would like that advice be for them? If I had to start completely over, I would tell them to get over their fears. The earlier you get over your fears and decide to do what you don't want to do, the better. That's when you start seeing the fruits of your labor because usually what you are afraid of is what's holding you back. I was afraid of sales, and clearly you can't have a business if you can't sell. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Get over your fears. Um, there, uh, if you are a person of faith, Stormy was Stormy. I forgot her name. Stormy something has a prayer book like the Power of Praying Through Fear. I'm still I still read it daily. Their daily prayers because I still have my moments, but. Get over your fears. <laughs> yeah. And fear is only false evidence appearing real. It's just mm -hmm. stuff that we create in our head that most of the times never even comes true. <laughs> it never comes true. So uh, where can people find you to learn more about you, your journey and your business? Sure, sure, sure. So I do have a YouTube channel. I just started service coaching with Jenica. Um, where I just talk all things customer service and customer experience for small business owner in a simplified way so everyone can understand it and apply it in their business. And um, you can find me at www.cleadersllc.com or www.servicecoachingwithjenica.com. And both of my um, Instagram and Facebook are the same thing, C Leaders LLC or Service Coach with Jenica. Um, both platforms are there. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and I do have website. Love it. Love it. Well, thanks so much, Jenica, for joining me today in this episode of the Mompreneur Exclusive. No Thank problem. Thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. And so everyone, for more interviews like this and to join our free community exclusively for mompreneurs like you, to share your journey, get a, get support and motivation to grow your business, please visit us at mompreneurexclusive.com and we will see you in the next episode. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Mompreneur Exclusive. Remember, as a mompreneur, you're not alone and there is a community of women who support and empower each other. Don't forget to visit our website, mompreneurexclusive.com, for additional resources, and be sure to connect with us on social media. We'll be back next week with another inspirational episode. Until then, keep chasing your dreams and balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship with compassion and grace. Thanks for tuning in.